the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies you can depend on. On MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401 431 2300. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, brought to you at West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, this time of year, you really can be below the snow and ice, although right now we don't have a lot. But whether someone's not paying attention, texting and driving, a drunk driver, if someone damaged your vehicle, you need to get it fixed, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body, whether you have a small dent or nearly total vehicle, they can repair your vehicle. So whether it's you or a family member, or a co-worker, or a friend, if someone gets in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body. They'll repair at 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, right off of 95. Call Kenny. Remember, they'll handle everything for you, and they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Do you have some damage on your vehicle? It can happen. A parking lot, who knows? People are not paying attention, people texting and driving. Call West Fountain Auto Body. Let's get it fixed. Maybe you've been riding around with a damaged vehicle. It looks terrible. Sanford and Son. Call West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340. So yesterday was the first time we've seen uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo since Tuesday, December 22nd. First press briefing that she did, and it was odd. And the governor did not take any questions. And the whole setup was odd that Lieutenant Governor Dan McGee, who will be taking over, they made him sit in the audience, which I thought was strange. Because in the past, I have been there when they have numerous people on stage. The day that they had the doctors there, they all came and stood out on the stage. She made him sit out in the audience. And then after she spoke, she let him come up. And then he spoke. And just the whole nature of it was odd. And then Governor Raimondo left without answering any questions, whether it was inside or outside. And what was also strange about it was it's one thing that she doesn't want to comment, say, on anything with the Biden administration, anything about her new. She is, you know, nominated to be Commerce Secretary. And she could just say, there's nothing I can say about that. I don't want to say anything about the, you know, that happened in the Capitol. But there are pertinent Rhode Island questions. I mean, this has been three weeks. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. The Rhode Island numbers are still very, very high. So if you missed any of that, you can go to the website. And it's I think it's very unfair only because, you know, it was very one way. The governor said, I've enjoyed being your governor. I'll play some of the sound coming up. I've enjoyed being your governor. And and uh, it's been the highlight of my life. It almost seemed as if, you know, she was suddenly just going to like Wizard of Oz, just, you know, go off in the balloon. Goodbye, everybody. 
you know, sailing off. Goodbye, folks. And as the music's playing and everyone's waving, uh, she is going to be the governor. She's planning to until she's actually uh, sworn in and approved with with the Senate confirmation. But that could be some time. So was odd, you know, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, to his credit, he said there can only be when he was the mayor and it was going to be the outgoing mayor, there can only be one mayor. And so he played along. He said it was a tremendous uh, credit for the governor and the people of Rhode Island that she's being considered and is nominated for Commerce Secretary. But it wasn't lost on the media. I also think sometimes, though, that people of the media um, sometimes started to think that and they withheld criticism. I think sometimes some people because they started to think they had a unique relationship with with Governor Mundo. Governor Mundo spoke and continues to speak with the media because she has to. Uh, and she was given the airtime to do it on television. She did all those things. But at the end, you know, as they say, at the end of the day, she's not friendly with members of the media. I don't know if some of them thought that, you know, once in a while they'd get a kind of a, get a, a lead thrown to them or a little bit of a story exclusive, what have you. But I think yesterday illustrated, listen, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, she is all business. Her act uh, her new job that uh, she wants everything in motion is going to be with the Biden people in Washington. You know, as much as the governor said yesterday, she never pictured herself in Washington. I, I don't, I don't think I believe that. Um, I, I, I think she's always envisioned that that would be the plan or like, like to be her plan. And when she's met a lot of the people that do work in Washington, I think she kind of like an opponent, sizes them up and thinks like, all right, I could do what they do, right? They don't have anything special. So I could do that. I could do that job. I think she does feel that way. Now we did broadcast live from there yesterday. If you missed it, you can certainly go to the website, depetro.com. Uh, remember, depetro.com brought to you by Allstate Lock. Call them today, 401-349-0042. Car key security cameras online, allstatelock.com or call them 401-349-0042. This is the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Carry Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL, system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck. With an inefficient heating system, what if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 
7600 Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Levy. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing, call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401-725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining us is our legal analyst, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, I really never thought that we would be here, but we are. And that is uh, the headline says it all through bipartisan support. President Trump has been impeached again. Only the, the only president ever in history uh, never be impeached twice. What what exactly played out in the House? Um, well, he's been impeached twice, and I guess the significance of that two-time impeachment will depend on who's writing the history books. Um, Both have been rather political impeachments, not based upon any particular high crime or misdemeanor. Um, If the history books are written one way, it will be seen that the House of Representatives has cheapened the Constitution and cheapened the impeachment process by bringing these politically motivated impeachments um, against a guy that the the Democrats hated, disliked, or maybe hated is the more appropriate word, and they could never get him. They've thrown everything at him for four years through the media, through false allegations, uh, through innuendo, through insinuations, and they couldn't get him. And even in this election cycle, I don't think the Democrats got him. I think COVID got him and some of the president's own inability to um, control some of his um, less admirable instincts. But today's um, impeachment 
if you look at the articles of impeachment and the conduct that the president has alleged to have um, participated in, it really is not a allegation which is appropriately substantiated. In the main, the House one article of impeachment, one, was a single count of, quote, incitement of insurrection, close quote. And Nancy Pelosi said it best from the House floor, where she says, quote, we know the president incited this insurrection, this armed rebellion against our country. He must go. He is a clear and present danger to the nation. Well, that's a nice speech, and that's, that's eloquently stated, but where are the facts to support it? Insurrection means an attempt to overthrow a government, and I don't think the president participated in that. And what did he incite his um, fans who were present at his rally? What did he incite? I went back because I didn't hear it in real time, but I went back and I read the transcript, John, of that entire speech. Yep. And uh, I'm not the first to point this out, but the president said after this, and most of his speech was a rant on how the election had been stolen from him, how um, he would never surrender, that his followers should never surrender that you can't let this stand, you can't let the other side get away with such um, electoral abuses. And that's his opinion. And he thinks he's got the uh, facts to support it. That remains an open question. Um, But he was up there stating his opinions and his feelings that the election was stolen, and he had a loyal band of sympathetic um, audience listening on. He says, after this, we're going to walk to the um, capital to cheer on our brave senators. Right. He then goes on to say, I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That's it. Right. There's, There's nothing that he's inciting them to go storm the barricades. There's nothing where he says, take no prisoners, you smash the walls, you knock over the police, you do whatever you got to do. You get in there, you get to the House floor, you go pillage through uh, Nancy Pelosi's office. office. Nothing, nothing. You're right. Now, I think that these uh, House members and even senators, um, they didn't get too upset when things were happening in Ferguson. They didn't get too upset when things were happening in Kenosha. But when things were happening on the House floor and in their little clubhouse, I think that's when it became personal. And a lot of these elected officials, I think, took this more to heart and were um, insulted or aggrieved by it because they were threatened. Their space was threatened. Um, But the president gave a speech to sympathetic um, supporters He told her to peacefully and patriotically go make your voices heard, just like happens at all the other rallies that happen in D.C., the women's right marches, the million man march. Um, There's many, many. How many times, John, have there been organized protests? We're going to surround the White House. We're going to march around the White House. We're going to carry signs. We're going to sing songs and we're going to chant. Yep. 
that's completely American. It's completely appropriate. Outside it's completely the Supreme acceptable. Court. Yes. Countless. The Supreme Court has yeah. been mobbed with people on the when decision day with certain high-profile cases. So when the president says, we're going to march down to the Capitol and make our position known and cheer on those who support us, right. well, that's America. There's yes. nothing wrong with that. I think that the president, after the fact, made mistakes tactically, but are nonetheless not impeachable. Apparently, he's he set the White House watching this on television right. as the chaos <laughs> unfolds and basically doesn't do anything. Right. Now, that is not impeachable. That is poor judgment. Sure. He should have said, uh-oh, uh-oh, my supporters are out of control. Um, let me, let me, I don't know what he could have done at that point, but he should have done something proactive to try to stem the... Um, chaos that was going on. Um, I don't think it sunk in with him that this was a real, real bad scene, right. which was going to stick to him until it was too late. He, he just didn't get it. He didn't perceive it. Um, as he was watching from the White House residence, all this mayhem going on, he could be faulted for that, that he should have done something and said, uh-oh, maybe I, maybe I got my people too riled up. And by the way, I don't think he did get his people too riled up. I think there were certain bad elements there who were going to go make a scene. Yep. They were going to go cause violence. They were going to try to storm the barricades. And apparently it's well planned. The more after the fact information we're getting, there were people with bullhorns saying, come this way. This is yep. the way in. Um, this wasn't a... Um, crowd of people that suddenly and spontaneously got out of control. I don't think there was much spontaneity in the leaders. I think they went with a plan. Yeah. And I think that um, this was um, a premeditated scenario, which was created. Do I think it was Antifa? There's no evidence to support that. Right. Do I think there were other false flag people in there? Maybe there were, but again, there's not yet evidence to support that um, um, speculation, if you will. I think it's reasonable to say that these people are all Trump supporters. Some were probably more right wing than the other. Look, you've got these proud boys supporting the president. I don't think he's looking for their support. Right. I think they are on the fringe that he'd probably rather not have their support. Sure. And like minded people were probably amongst those who stormed in and um, uh, smashed windows, broke doors, assaulted cops, and otherwise created a lot of mayhem. It's not impeachable. Politically, anything's impeachable because in a political environment like the House of Representatives, the rules of evidence don't apply. In a courtroom, this would be a joke. There'd right. be no way to support this <clears throat> allegation in a courtroom. But in, in Congress, they can do anything they want because although there's a lot of lawyers there, um, they're disingenuous. They look the other way and they come up with this absurd allegation that he incited insurrection. And they all say, yeah, that's what he did. And no one is ever called upon to say, what words did he say? What action yep. did he take? What physical things did he do that incited this insurrection? 
the it boiled over well after the president was back at the at the White House residence watching this on TV. Yeah. Um, so there's a disconnect. So he's politically impeached. History will make of it what it makes of it. The, the next thing that happens, John, is Mitch McConnell has said he is not going to call a special session. He's not going to call the Senate back into session. So although the president is impeached, there will not be a trial in the Senate. There is simply not enough time to do so. So the question now becomes, will the new Senate, which will be a majority um, Democrat Senate, yep. Do they have the authority to impeach a president who is now an ex-president? Mm. The conviction or the, the trial, and if they get a conviction, is to remove a sitting president from office. Mm. He'll already be out. So there's nothing for them to act on. They can't remove a guy who's no longer president. But will they do it for the political value that it will bring their way? I would right. expect that they will. Yeah. Um, apparently, historically, there's one other incident where I think during the um, I think it was during the Andrew Johnson administration. Um, I believe it was a cabinet official or maybe it was a judge was impeached. So the guy's impeached. So he says, fine, I quit. But they went ahead in the Senate and had a trial anyways and convicted him and said, we're removing you from office. Cool. And he says, well, that's interesting. I've already left office. You didn't, right. you didn't throw me out. I left on my own. There's also some speculation <laughs> that the Senate trial will try to um, make part of its mandate or its decision something that would somehow <laughs> – somehow preclude Trump from running again in 2024. Right. And I think that would be challenged in court because there's no constitutional provision for that sanction. That's absurd. Mm. It's um, clear. It's clear that, you know, that, that the media and I think elected Democrats are still fearful of the Trump agenda, if not Mr. Trump and certainly his supporters and they're trying to make it so that if you remain a Trump supporter, you'll be um, pilloried in the, in the media. Um, you'll be canceled by your friends. Yes. Uh, they're already talking about, well, if you want to work for the Trump administration, guess what? When you come out, none of the top companies are going to hire you. In the old days, being a cabinet member or other high official in an administration was a golden ticket to a great job in the private right. sector. So they're sending out the message. You want to work for Trump? He comes back again. You're going to work for him? Oh, really? Um, after you come out, forget it. We're not going to hire you. Um, it's that sort of intimidation to make people um, afraid to support the guy, afraid to espouse his ideas, Um it's a coordinated – I'm here to talk about the law, not politics, but this coordinated attack amongst the social media giants and the political class, I think if you hate Trump, you should still be very afraid of what's going on between suppression of free speech and the political um, phony doings that are going on in the House. If you like Trump, you're really upset. But even if you want Trump to go and you hate him and you can't wait for him to go, you should be very concerned about the constitutional um, rights which were being trampled on 
um, as we speak. It's, it's rather chilling. And those who support his removal, when they go taking polls of people who think that he should be removed and they say, yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I wonder how well thought out the response of yes is if they've taken into account the constitutional um, rights they seem to be just willing to like throw away it's 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 very disturbing folks we're going to take a quick break a lot more tim dot our legal expert right here on the john DePietro show while the pandemic rages on you need to stay healthy you need to take care of your health you need to stop it and see marie and it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland right across from davenport restaurant call marie i call her the queen of health 401 305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible Akai Berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. RE Coogan Heating, call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. RE Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. It's RE Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. For plumbing, heating, and cooling, from winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time, from service calls to maintenance agreements to installation. RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. RE Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, 
the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in a library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340.